Hello, everyone. It is Allie Adams. Hi, I'm Whitney Emmert. And you may know me from Light Rock 97.5. I'm with you weekdays from 10 until 3. And you'll hear me on the radio when I bother Allie or record a commercial or do any of that sort of thing. (laughs) Which is a lot. (laughs) Not that I don't love it. We spend a lot of time together. We actually work. We work next to each other in the same space. So we have all kinds of interesting conversations on the daily that we have now decided to turn into a podcast. We said, hey, we're hilarious. Why don't we record it? <laughs> That's where this comes in. At least we think we're hilarious. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And we have convinced somehow the higher ups that we are funny and they're allowing us to do a podcast. Yes. So welcome to the podcast. <laughs> the inaugural podcast, if you will. <laughs> yeah, especially since we had elections last night. It's a good way to put it. My goodness. I absolutely love elections. It's always a fun time of the year for me. Love helping out our DWS news department. So I'm in here along with Carol Varel and Michael Kaiser, uh, Tim Dittman and the crew. But yeah, it can be a late night. And for me, I was here till not quite 11 o'clock. But man, our news teams for DWS and for the News Gazette, they're here till like after one in the morning. Oh my gosh. I know. I was was already in bed asleep by nine. So... (laughs) And I was eating pizza. <laughs> Round two. <laughs> That's really doing my patriotic duty, eating pizza. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's, the best, it's the best part of election night. Patriotic pizza. The pizza party. Yeah. 2018. <laughs> Get on board, people. <laughs> so needless to say, today has been a little bit of an interesting day. I know not only do we have elections Ooh. last night, today was the day that we launched people's choice yep we launched the people's choice so it's live it's active people can go online they can nominate um and then we'll start having voting soon but i pretty much walked off the elevator today and heard is that whitney and i've been running ever since so (laughs) this is the actually the first chance i've been able to sit down and actually wrap my brain around everything but yeah people's choice it's i'm so excited about it um, it, it's a nomination and voting platform, so people can go to the News Gazette, WDWS.com, uh, any of our radio stations or websites, and click on the People's Choice logo and be able to see all the businesses that are under 150 different categories to choose from. So we wanted to open this up to all of East Central Illinois, um, so there was plenty of opportunity for you to nominate businesses in your hometown because you know I'm I'm a Danville girl I was born and raised there and so there's plenty of little places there that I still make sure that I go to every single time I'm in town I mean it's it's gonna be great there's even a section that's for hometowns you can nominate your own hometown keeping it local there's something there for everyone there's something for every business and again you can go to our websites on the radio side it is wdws.com whms.com as well as 1079wkio.com we've actually put up a nice people choice logo right on our front pages that you can just click to nominate your favorite places if you you know have a pizza you love if you maybe have a cosmetologist that you love yeah make sure you go to our websites and you nominate them today it's gonna be a really awesome thing yeah i'm really excited about it since it's i mean it's already gone over like gangbusters and nominations just opened like hours ago and (laughs) and it's open until the 30th and then after that it's voting 
all about voting, apparently, yeah. today. Uh, you know, we talk a little bit about everything at our desks. We talk a little bit about everything from pop culture to politics. Yeah. Speaking of politics, uh, Cynthia Nixon, she has announced her run for New York governor. Yeah. I think this is amazing. I have kind of mixed feelings on it, though. I mean, I think it's great. Um, she came out on Twitter with like a two minute video about basically why she's running and why she deserves it. And also give interesting facts about herself, like the fact that she's never lived anyplace else in her entire life. And she said she started off living with her mother in a fifth floor walk up like that was where she was raised. But it was all in New York, which I found fascinating. She is actually going to be challenging Governor Andrew Cuomo in the September Democratic primary. This I also thought was really interesting. If she wins, she'll be New York's first female governor. Yeah. Which I didn't I did not know that. I did not either. Yeah. But I what I found really interesting too is that um when she announced her candidacy, there was such a strong online, you know, presence about this. Um there was a lot of people that were, you know, go, that's amazing. I I like her platform. There were some that were saying, you know, hey, if you're going to run, maybe run for local office. Don't go all the way to the top and run for governor. Start at city council, that kind of thing. Yeah, and I I mean, I can definitely see both sides of the coin. Um, what I didn't think helped her out very much is for the fact that she is most famous for being on the show Sex and the City. Yeah. So everybody was just talking about her character and tweeting at her saying oh that's such a miranda thing to do <laughs> or there was one that says her platform should be you're a miranda i'm a miranda we're all mirandas <laughs> so i have a feeling that her campaign is going to be kind of plagued with the fact that that is what she's most famously known for so it could be a blessing it could be a curse who knows and it's not like this hasn't worked for actors in the past one of you know what many republicans consider to be one of the greatest politicians of all time ronald reagan yeah was originally an actor that's very true so you know you never know yeah but and i do give her credit though for instead of just being like hey i'm an actress and i'm running for politics she did come out with her platform and i mean for not being a New Yorker myself, I mean, yeah. it did sound like a strong platform. I mean, she wants to talk about um, how unequal the state is. Mm -hmm. um, she wants to talk about improving health care. Uh, she also wants to end mass incarceration. And then the one that seemed to get the most reaction on Twitter was fixing the broken subway. I did not realize yes. that the subway was such an issue. I thought you just hop on it and went to your destination. It is a huge issue for millions of New Yorkers and voters. Doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, obviously of such a high percentage of people in New York that rely on that to get to school every day, to get to work every day. So the transit system in New York is a huge issue. And it's actually one of the biggest things right now that, at least from what I've read, obviously we're not New Yorkers, but I think it's one of the biggest things right now that is plaguing uh, the current governor, Andrew Cuomo. And of course, it's not, you know, it's politics, but it's not like there's going to be a little bit of sex in the city drama infused with this. Something that I also read today was that uh, she and New York City Mayor uh, Bill de Blasio, they have a history. She campaigned for him during his last campaign. Oh, really? He's actually, uh, from what I've read, is fairly popular among New York Democrats. Hmm. But what could really help her is that apparently uh, Mayor de Blasio and the current governor have a big feud. <laughs> okay. So if de Blasio comes out and actually 
possibly, you know, puts his support behind Cynthia Nixon, that could actually be a big deal. That would be huge. Again, there's going to, you know, there's got to be some drama here. Oh, of course. But now, I mean, since she did come out, she's running for governor. She's, you know, like I said, she made a two minute video about it. She's come out on Twitter. She's done a platform. She's done all these things. I am anxious to see more people who come out of the woodwork in terms of the entertainment industry and politics. Yeah. I feel like this is going to kind of open a floodgate. I absolutely agree. I think, you know, obviously recently we've heard people, you know, refer to Oprah possibly running for president. Oh my gosh, it's all about Oprah. That's what they're all talking about, isn't it? Like they they already have come up with like Oprah 2020. Like <laughs> Like, they're going nuts over this. But the, I think a very good point in what Oprah ended up eventually saying was, you know, actually, I feel more empowered where I'm at right now. And I feel like I can do more good with just being myself and, and using my voice in the space and in the place that I'm at right now, not necessarily in a political office. See, I want to see what she said to Stedman. Yeah. Stedman came out and was like, she would be the best president. And Gail, Gail, her best friend, also did. Yeah. She was probably like, shh, you two, sit down. I know. <laughs> Stop spreading rumors. We've talked about this. <laughs> We've talked about this. I mean, it's Oprah. She can do no wrong. You know, exactly. And, you know, there are a lot of people that I think because, you know, of the microphone that they have, they try to use it for good, whether it's George Clooney or obviously Bono. I mean, mm. these are people that we now kind of associate with having a cause. Oh, of course. And I think that, you know, these are people that feel like, you know, hey, maybe I'm better being in a position of selling millions of records, selling millions of movie tickets and using that money to, you know, know where I, I know it's going to be spent well. And I actually, now that you say that, I, I read something yesterday as well about Drake. And Drake has given away, like, millions of dollars. He, like, took a random girl at some college. It was, like, a dentistry college yes. of some sort. He paid for her entire tuition. And then he, like, randomly picked two fans at a concert and gave them cars. I'm going to start going to Drake concerts and giving out stuff like that. No kidding. Yeah. $100 ticket possibly win a car it could all work out this is like the best price is right situation ever you're <laughs> making bob barker look like a joke <laughs> well and the other thing that i've always loved about drake is that you know he like his you know best friends and his crew are people he's known since he was a kid back in toronto like oh yeah he like still has the same crew and you know that is one of the big things with a lot of these celebrities is they don't forget where they came from. He's and very much ride or die. Exactly. They don't forget where they came from. And I think maybe that is like where Cynthia Nixon is coming from with wanting to go into politics is that, you know, she grew up in New York, what, probably would have been in the 70s, into the 80s. Oh, yeah. It was pretty rough. And she's seen it go through different transitions. And she's now trying oh. to use a voice that she has to do good. I mean, she is taking that I love New York slogan and just making it hers like she made it up herself because I mean that is her whole platform is that she is ride or die New York so I mean good luck to her it'll be interesting to see what happens this coming November yeah no kidding so speaking of pop culture Drake Oprah and such things uh did you know that they added like 850 words to the dictionary? Oh, 
I always look forward to that every year because there's always some amazing things that come out of that. Okay, let's let's have a conversation, Allie, about some of the words that have been added to the dictionary. Okay, hit me. Um, wordy, like foodie. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the definition is a lover of words. So my question is like like books. So you like books? That's are you a wordy if you like books, or, or do you like talking a lot? Or do you like talking a lot? Or do you just literally like words? I mean, I think words are nice. I mean, I use them to speak. I can't spell them. Yeah. Yeah. I could not be called a wordy if you have to spell correctly. Maybe, see, is that a contingency on, on wordy? I just don't know. I just don't. I, I need a definition for the definition for the definition <laughs> on wordy because that one just makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, another one, which I have never heard of this before in my life. I probably will never use this in my life. Hate watch. Okay. Hate watch. Do you do you even know what that is? Uh, kind of like if I watch the Kardashians. I'm guessing. You know, now that you say that, okay, that makes a little sense. So the definition of it is to watch and take pleasure in laughing at or uh, or laughing at or criticizing. And then parentheses it says a dislike TV show, movie, or whatever. I've... I, okay, I've never watched a show, and because the way I'm taking that definition, I'm watching a TV show and being like, God, I hate this, but yeah. I'm going to keep watching it out of anger. Yeah. Is that what that is? Because if I don't like it, I'm going to shut it off. You know, something, and I think with, you know, the climate and the way things are right now, I wonder if that involves news a lot where people will watch news that maybe doesn't oh. necessarily fit into their wheelhouse so they can like kind of get all riled up and upset about it. So they'll hate watch a certain network that that they possibly don't agree with or maybe a certain personality. I wonder if that's the reason why in 2017, 2018, that is a definition. I just, I was so shocked when I read that one because I've never heard of it before. It's not something I don't think either one of us really do. No. And I mean, I'm I'm on the very, very beginning in of the millennial spectrum. And I still I got nothing. I've heard of like hate tweeting somebody, maybe hate texting. Yes. It's when you're going to be real rude. Yeah. And yet send a little message, a little tweet. Yeah. But no, I've never watched something and been like, I hate this and I'm going to keep watching it. Or I'm going to keep watching it and frustrate myself. Like, it's one thing to be like, oh, I want to see how this movie's going to end. I don't like it so far or, you know, that kind of thing. But I want to see how it ends anyways. Right. Like, I get that. But like purposely, like what? A, a, appointment hate watching? Right. <laughs> that that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What else do you got for me? Uh, life hack. Life hack, a usually simple and clever tip or technique for accomplishing some familiar task more easily and efficiently. So you got to love Webster for being able to come up with something fancy for life hack. Life hack. Instead of BuzzFeed gave me a list of 25 things that I should try in my kitchen. (laughs) And I broke 23 of them. How is this just becoming a definition now? I don't know, because I feel like life hack's been around for a while. Well, thank you, Pinterest. Exactly. I think... Pinterest, like, made up its own definition of life hack. And YouTube. And, I mean, how often do we talk, like, almost every single day about, like, you know, with makeup, like, some kind of makeup hack. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And trying to YouTube how to do the perfect wing eyeliner, that kind of thing. I mean, Which we talk still about can't that figure out. No, I, I still can't do it. I still can't do it. Life hacks out the door because we can't figure it out. Nope, nope. <laughs> 
let's see. Oh, this is a great one. Dumpster fire. And you know what? When I read this definition, I was like, I'm going to start using dumpster fire in, in my everyday life. An utterly calamitous or mismanaged situation or occurrence. So basically my life. I'm going to walk into the office and be like, well, this is a dumpster fire. <laughs> I'm going to go home and look at my dog. And if he's made a mess, I'm going to be like, look at this dumpster fire. And it's just you can say it with such passion, too. It sounds so good rolling off the tongue. It just comes out very easily dumpster fire it's that punctuation at the end of the sentence and it just it just is very true utterly calamitous and mismanaged situation or occurrence (laughs) (laughs) yep we know that well yeah no kidding (laughs) um here's another one that i know you're gonna love this might be your favorite out of all of them Ooh, do tell mansplain Yes, please mansplain baseball I'm to going, me. I'm going to mansplain the definition of it to you. <laughs> it is to explain something to a woman in a condescending way that assumes she has no knowledge about the topic. Again, how is this now just in the dictionary? <laughs> thank that you, says Web- a lot. Yeah, thank you, Webster. <laughs> the fact that it took until 2017, 2018 to put that in the dictionary that just says it all. <laughs> and then, um, what was another one? Welp. Welp. <laughs> That's like a favorite word of mine. What is the definition of that? I don't know if I've been using it correctly. Used informally, like, well. <laughs> okay, I have been then. <laughs> Thank you, Miriam Webster, for all of these new, fun, amazing words that we've used for years. But now we know officially the definition, too. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for filling that 850-word void in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that I can spell them. Right? Yeah, because Tzatziki was one of them. And I was like, oh, I can't. Yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm going to have to phone a friend for this one. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh. And speaking of dumpster fire, my March Madness bracket... It's done. <laughs> there were so there are so many crazy upsets this this past March. I don't even know what to say about it. I think there's a lot of people like we do a bracket with my family. Okay. And my family is very competitive, except me. Like I I really don't care. Right. So I, you know, have like you can do two brackets. That's what you're allowed to do. And I usually do one that's just kind of fun, like pick a Cinderella. Anyone but Duke. That's what I like to call it. It's my anyone but Duke bracket. <laughs> and then there's the other one that I, you know, I actually put some research into and see who, you know, kind of is probable to win or go to the final four or even, you know, the Sweet 16. It's just actually do research to see who could be the Cinderella. Uh, somehow, you know, the one that's fun always seems to do better than the one I put serious research into. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, people talk about the brackets that people win because, you know, they have a cute mascot. Yeah, Megan, uh, who is our marketing intern, told me that she won one year out of like a large group of people, and it was her first year ever doing a bracket. And I said, oh, you're just a big sports fan. She said, no, I did it on how cute their costumes are. (laughs) Costumes. And she called them costumes. So I'm, I'm on her level. So I don't even attempt to do a bracket. Like, I like to watch basketball. But you don't sport. I think it's fun. I don't sport. There's no way. So, and I mean, I 
I'm sure there's a lot of truth to that because right now within my family and there's like, you know, about eight of us with, you know, my parents and my siblings and my, you know, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, my mom is winning. Your mom is? By like 40 points. Way to go, Allie's mom. Well, so I can't decide either. And I texted my brother-in-law and my brother the other day because I don't know if we're all being hustled. Oh, for sure. Or if, or if basically these two brackets were like, you know, my dad, the Ken bracket, you know, three and four. If uh, these were uh, extra two brackets that my dad got, just, you know, filled it out for my oh, mom. Oh, he's like throwing her a bone. I wonder. I got gotcha. My mom's like, ah, just fill them out for me. So technically this isn't sharing. This is really Ken. Yeah. Well, and another thing that I don't understand with March Madness is what emotion you give. When I say that, I'm meaning you have people who are like, well, my bracket is ruined. I don't know if I should be like, no, I don't, I really, or I should be like, oh, wow. It's the first day and it's weeks to go. Darn it. I, I really, I don't, or I, I, I've got no clue what I should answer to that. I always go, oh, and then walk away. Because <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I don't, I have not, not one clue. I, I like I couldn't even do healthy banter like, ah, uh, did you pick Duke? Or, like I, I got nothing. I have not one clue. <laughs> I have not one clue. Now I'll do I'll do fantasy football draft. I will do that. Oh, okay, that's fun. Brackets and all that. Oh my gosh, no. Oh, that's oh that's so much. Well, and it just I mean I guess maybe that for some people it's that's the appeal to it is that it's it goes on for a long time. It does. And if your team's out right away. Oh my gosh. Like, oh. I mean, if you're like a true fan, if you're really following, you could have like, obviously like a month of being ticked off and having to, you know, maybe see the team that beat your team, you know, keep moving on in the tournament. That would be rough. Like, that would be just, rough. Do you just stop? Like if your team's out? <laughs> like, I don't basketball anymore. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it. <laughs> I'm I'm done. I'm over it. But we had, I mean, we had a basketball bracket in the paper, and I didn't really think people, I just figured it was online. I, I've, I didn't think people really filled out a bracket. Mm. We had like 700-something brackets yes. turned in or something. It was crazy. And it ended up being a huge thing. It people was, loved it. Well, and I would, I would come downstairs to the News Gazette building to, like, grab a cup of coffee or talk to somebody, you know, in the newsroom or something. Yeah. And it was like a revolving door of people. They were just in and out, in and out, in and out, and those days turning in those brackets. It was amazing. Karen was busy. They had a lot of people that did that. People enjoy it. It's a fun thing. Yeah. And there was a lot, you could tell there was a lot of, like, families that did it together. Yeah. Or they had gotten a lot of newspapers and, like, clipped it out and filled them out and everything. So each one of them had a bracket. And I thought that was really cool. But, yeah. again, I I got nothing. I, I Yay for the winners out there. But I, I have no clue. Well, I wouldn't have the first idea what to do. Now I'm going to be out of a Chipotle and a Dunkin' Donuts gift certificate. Ah, oh, is that the prize? Yes, I really wanted those. Man. Congratulations, Sherry. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Love you. <laughs> or Ken. It was probably really my dad. We're yeah. going to have to find out. I'm going to do some more research into this. She's going to do research into March Madness <laughs> with her family. She's going to all of a sudden come expect her gadget on how these brackets turned out the way that they did. Hey, we're talking Chipotle and Dunkin' Donuts here. That's true. That is true. Those are some good gift cards. <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much to everyone for listening to our podcast. The podcast. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much. And we will be talking to you again soon. I'm Allie. I'm Whitney. See you guys. Bye.